Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, and we're back again to discuss forgotten hidden gems. (laughs) I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. So we take turns selecting from our movie genres, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies in anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, we give these movies a second chance. Today's pick... On the podcast... is John's... The Last Boy Scout, baby! Woo! Weird. Okay. The Last Boy Scout. Originally titled Die Hard. Interesting. <laughs> it was written after the 1987 player strike, but that title was borrowed for another film. Mm. I hope that film did well. Nah, never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't have not much about it. But this film, here, The Last Boy Scout. Uh, we have a uh, private detective, Joe. It's hired for protection by uh, Corey, who was played by the lovely Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. But when she is murdered, she meets up. Joe teams up with her boyfriend, former football great Jimmy Dix. Spoiler. These two wise-cracking, <laughs> odd couple like buddy cop duo go on a wild adventure that see a plot that legalizes sports gambling by bribing a senator in an attempt to revitalize the no longer popular sport. Oh. I wonder, a football, I wonder if this will happen in real life. <laughs> this movie comes to us starring Bruce Willis. Heard of him. If you don't know his credits, this is usually when we do the credits, but I don't got that kind of time. No. I'm just going to say hey, two you words. Know what? Die was, hard. He was in Death Becomes Her. That's true. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Bruce Willis has been on the podcast before. Uh, he's also in a lovely movie called um, The Expendables 1 and 2. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't do those on the podcast. I enjoy those movies. Unbreakable. <laughs> uh-huh. He's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah. Damon Wayans is the other star in this. You'll, you'll really know him from In Living Color fame. Mm-hmm. He is, in my opinion, the greatest Wayans brother. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. definitely underrated as an actor. He's really good, and I like he should be show. more stuff. And my show. favorite character yeah. on In Living Color, Homie the Clown. Yeah, he don't mess around. Yeah. Homie don't play that. Even you though like him better than Fire Marshal Bill? Try, try to, to keep, keep him down. down. <laughs> yes. No, I like him better than Fire Marshal Bill. Okay. I think he's my favorite. I, I just like the fly girls. <laughs> Jayla was the fly girl. I know. All right, so the director of this movie is a man named Tony Scott. He's known from a couple other little films. I won't read you his whole filmography. Oh, give me the highlights. Top Gun. Okay. Man on Fire. Oh, that He was a, a producer movie. on that one. Keep going. Um, this little film called Taking Phelan 129. Pelham? Keep going. Phelan. It's Pelham. Yeah, that's what I said. I also did my favorite movie. Better say it. Labyrinth? Nope. Coma? Nope. The Grey? Nope. Gettysburg? Nope. Day in the Life? Didn't he do True Romance? Yes, he did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he killed himself. So he also said He did the A-Team and um, a couple of other things. Well, I love the A-Team movie. Um, a bunch of the ones that I didn't think were Tony's film, I yelled out just for that, but he did do True Romance. Did um, you know that his favorite movie is True Romance? I did not well, know his favorite movie. So yes. was Honest Guessing. That's always fun. Well, I figured it would be one of that type of movie. 
And this was written by another person that we may have heard of in, in the history in, in the history before. The great um, writer Shane Black, who's known mm. for such movies as Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Leave the Weapon, Predator, The Nice Guys, Iron Man 3, The Leave the Weapon TV show, The Nice Guys movie starring the great Russell Crowe. Um, but like a whole plethora of stuff. He goes on and on. You know what we bought last night? What? The two-pack of Predator 1 and Predator 2 for $7.49 at Walmart. And by the way, they are already in our Hulu account. Didn't have to do anything. Sweet. So, if you but don't... Kids, listen to me now. Let's now put I your shit on receipt. Put your shit on receipt. If receipt. you don't have a Voodoo account, you lose them. Get one. I mean, these, these digital movies, they just pop in all by themselves. and You don't have to put in discs. I'm never going to unwrap that thing. He says <laughs> Hulu, but he meant Yeah, Voodoo. you did say Hulu. Well, that's just the. It doesn't topic. matter. You know what I'm going to be doing tomorrow because I only work from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Wow. I'm going to be having a Predator double feature. Nice. <laughs> I thought I'd watch it later. I'm painting. All right, fine. Then I'll watch it later and do a Predator <laughs> double feature with you. Anyway, well, we just talked about going to the movies tonight. Just because I go to the just because I go to the movies tonight doesn't mean I can't watch Predator tomorrow. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the movie opened on December 13, 1991, to 7.9 million dollars. And went on to gross fifty nine point five million, which sounds pretty good. How Remember, much did it cost to make? Seventy five million dollars. <gasps> That's without um, advertising. Yeah. So three times as much as Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. Are we back on that again? Yes. Apparently. Wow. That's Something It's like a little nugget that refuses to go it, down the toilet. It happens. Mm-hmm. All right, they anyway. probably spent a million dollars on cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of explosions in this movie. <laughs> and cool guys don't look at explosions. They do not. They do not. And dead bodies. Mm-hmm. So this movie got squib a, button bo- or budget. Squibs. Squib. Oh, I can't. I'm this, sorry. This movie got a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. And okay. Roger Ebert himself gave it three out of four stars. Really? Wow. Okay. Do we get to hear his review? We do, because I was like, wow, three out of four from him, I gotta see this fucker wrote. <laughs> so here's the first, um, well, I guess it's gonna spoil it, which is which now, but here's the, the bad review. The filmic equivalent of a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Strong language. That was Destin Thompson. I was like, damn. <laughs> was that all he had to say? That's all he had to say. I mean... Dude, this wasn't like the last witch hunter. I mean, that's hard. Oh, nice. Lay's best joke she's told the whole podcast. <laughs> Episode 46, ladies and gentlemen, make it your favorite. That's right, we're going for those Holly Davis and the Marble Man numbers, so tell three friends. Tell three friends. <laughs> or Freddy versus Jake. Still, or, wow. I still love that movie, but that seems like a harsh critique of this one. All right, the, the movie has a lot of laughs in its action sequences, and thrilling, it's surprisingly startling. It shows a real ingenuity about the ways in which Willis goes into. In and out of trouble. Roger Ebert. Hmm. Okay. It sounds like some shit he'd say. <laughs> so what did you think going in, Carly? <gasps> I thought, You're first. hey, Tony made me watch this. I remember thinking it was alright. Let's see what I think after I watch it again. I think that's, that's as good as I'm going to get from Carly. <laughs> Let's go with Tony! Uh, one of my favorite... Buddy cop movies. Without um, cops in it. <laughs> but my opinion may have changed because I have not seen it since September. Snowbird! <laughs> <laughs> John was taking a drink! John was taking a drink! He's having trouble! It's like I've seen totally it. totally different now. <laughs> it's been a week and a half. Uh, totally different. <laughs> you've been. Lots uh, changed. 
<laughs> you can go ahead now, Elaine. All right, let me bring it home. I thought... I haven't seen this movie. Have I seen this movie? I haven't seen this movie. I don't think I've seen this movie. This movie has been on Guess when she's what? in the room. Guess what? Never watched this movie before. Wow. There are bits and pieces I'd probably have caught in my peripheral, mm-hmm. but I've never seen this. I've been reading a lot lately, and Tony's been watching stuff in the same room. I well, that counts. Evidently, that counts as watching. Because what you watch the other day? No, what he's What'd you watch the other day? Give you know. a little bit of street cred. I don't know. What'd you watch last night? <laughs> if you don't remember, I'm about to flip the stage. We watched The Last Voice. Oh, wait, 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 before that, what we watched? Go ahead. Nemo? No, before that. Not before. You watched that I again? Don't, I don't know. Now they know we recorded these episodes on the same day, Carly. <laughs> what did I make you watch the other night? <laughs> With <laughs> Val Kilmer? Heat! Thank you! Oh my god! Great movie! I finally saw Heat! Carly, up top. Do you know what's my favorite right. character in Heat? Oh, Val Kilmer's know. ponytail. <laughs> Forget. And then Jim Gaffigan's in my head. I just saw heat. <laughs> Tony looks so disgusted right now. Oh my god! He could not. I really did. I, I tried to give you a couple of points by putting you watch, make you I watch heat. I stopped heats. reading and actually watched it. It was because really good. good. <laughs> oh Jesus. good lord! Sweet. I, I just saw sweet heat. cream on an ice cream sandwich, Carly. It was yesterday. Easy peasy. It's been a Lemon long squeezy. weekend. And there were paint I fumes. thought you said that when Carly sees a movie, she doesn't forget. There's lies right there, sir. Apparently. <laughs> well, you know what? You know it's who? Friday night. There was wine. And Friday night's a great night for football. That's here. There was paint fumes. I forgot. I'm okay. sorry. Friday night. I enjoyed that movie. Wish Carly there has paint seen fumes. and liked it. Yes. Ooh, I wish I could do that movie. You Wait. can't know. Yeah. She's got a great ass. <laughs> You've got your head all the way up it. Let's just go around. Uh, no, Tony gives Heat a yay. Carly gives Heat a yay. John gives Heat a yay. And Elaine gives it a yay. So four yays right. for Heat. <laughs> four yays for Heat. Have you heard the theory that Al Pacino's character was on cocaine the entire time? Not Cal Pacino. His character was on cocaine the entire I time. I believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a particularly great guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so like I said, Friday night is a great night. For what, Carly? Football. For yeah. football. According to the song. It's not. And in fact, my first note here, folks, says I don't want to watch football. Sad face. <laughs> so this is my second football movie in a row. That there is isn't true. very much football in this movie. And what's great is that we get some outstanding 1990s graphics right off the, the, the bat here. Where we're watching a TV. Like we're filming a TV playing fucking football. Mm-hmm. Friday night's a great night for it. Let's get back to the review. I do like the credits where they were, they were kind of coming together with like a clink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we see and we know that it's we're in Cleveland so we know that the team that the LA Stallions are playing is Cleveland Cleveland rocks I, I hear that all the little chicks with the crimson lips once told me that <laughs> Cleveland rocks Cleveland rocks alright we should maybe start watching that show too the Drew Carey show <laughs> it's a good one we've all been right. watching all kinds of weird stuff we watched like three hours of Perfect Strangers the other night oh wow because that's watch Community no, Perfect Strangers is awesome. Oh, it is. is with <laughs> there's a couple D&D episodes that are just fantastic. Oh, right. <laughs> Very good. And there's a G.I. And the paintball episode. The podcast gives two yays to Community oh, and two absolute. I've never seen. The paintball episodes are amazing. Amazing. <laughs> well, if, since I can't do a Predator double feature tomorrow, maybe I'll just 
give myself a little binge watching of community. You should. <laughs> Back to Friday it. nights are for football. It's 17 to 10 Cleveland, and we're at the half. Billy Cole, it's who looks a lot like Billy Blanks, the inventor mm-hmm. of Tybo. Yeah. He looks a little distraught, and he's got a phone call. Well, poor and Billy it's, Cole. it's our good friend Milo who tells him he needs to score some touchdowns. Make some touchdowns, man. Come on, man. You need to score some touchdowns. You ain't going to get news. this shit going, going, going over there, there. Bear history. Bad news, Bears. And Shelly Marcone is being interviewed. He owns the stallions. He owns the stallions. He, he's got that nice cowboy hat on, and he's got the little ring on it, so his hat doesn't get wet, but someone's holding an umbrella for him, so I don't know what the fuck that thing's all about. Mm. Wow. <laughs> oh, that I don't know if anybody can see what you just said. <laughs> Alright, so the owner gets interviewed, and he says that Billy Cole is having the game of so his life. So did you life. know that Billy Cole is played by Billy Blanks? That's why I said that it looks a lot like the guy know. who... I did not know. I'm like, I'm like, did what you think that was a coincidence? Did you think that was a coinky no, dink? Did you think I just made that up off the top of my head? I wasn't paying attention. Billy Blanks is a very predominant actor. It's kind of like a cold. You know, Billy Blanks is going to come down with it. come down with it. And Billy Cole says, uh, he's on the phone and he yells, Wait, ooh, Billy butt Cole. cake. <laughs> Isn't that the name of the roommate for Jerry Dandridge? It is. It is. Oh my God, this guy's... That's <gasps> a Jerry Dandridge's roommate in Friday Night. Another episode you watch more than... <laughs> Oh, listen, some listen, no, no, listen, listen, listen not watch. We do not, <laughs> I do not condone watching that movie. No. <laughs> right, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, whoa. Wait a, wait, a, wait a minute. Tony, listen. Tony, okay, listen. Okay, okay. Tony, listen. To Blood, the episode. Blood Sport. Listen to that episode. No, no, no. Free vs. Jason. Holly Davis and Lamar, bro, man. Stallions <laughs> have got the ball. <laughs> After a quarterback sack. Somehow, there's only two minutes left of the game. It was halftime. We were in the locker room. Billy got a phone call. Two minutes left. Took some mm-hmm. drugs. What? Yeah, took some pills. So now he's high on pills. They could have been pills. We don't know. It was PCP. Uh, that's just what the news wants you to think. Oh, okay. Don't well, that's let what the they fake say later news. In the fake movie. news. Don't let the criminal liberal media sway you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they say it later in the movie. Though. Fake news. They do say that later in the movie. <laughs> All right. So now we have a pass. To Billy. It's complete. It's all they got to do. They just got to get the ball to Billy. Get the ball to Billy. Well, they got to get that touchdown. Yeah. They got He's th- under a lot of pressure a here. A field goal won't get it. They can't give it to Gruff because a field goal is not going to cut it. Right. <laughs> and, and Billy Blanks here, he, or Billy Cole, not Wiry. <laughs> no. He's not Wiry. You should go back and listen to that episode so all these jokes will make sense. <laughs> the replacements. It was like four episodes ago. So what does he do to so ensure he gets that touchdown? He pulls out a Glock. Blue. Okay. And I was like... What the fuck am I watching? Am I in Nightmare Land? <laughs> I stop bringing that up. Kabloom. Never. So Billy <clears throat> Blanks, I guess, gets a touchdown because uh, do the rules say you can't shoot the opposing players? I'm sure there's no ex- specific rules against Wait, that. The game <laughs> is sorry, obviously. I'm sorry. Unnecessary roughness. Uh, the game obviously ends right here though because everybody just storms. All of a sudden, the there's, there's cops like, there. Yeah. Why were all these cops there? I mean, with their well, it's football games. Already fucking playing, dude. We were talking about that. The guy shoots him, and I understand there's some police there for for security, maybe some off-duty. PT. But these motherfuckers roll in like the fucking Stony Brook. There's like 20, 30 of these guys with shotguns. Apparently, where is Stony Brook? Is it in Ohio? Because Cleveland does not fuck around. Well, they had shotguns and shit, and Billy Blanks takes his helmet off. He's got his gun. He puts it to his head and says, Ain't life a bitch. Bam! So much for Billy Blanks. Mm. And I'm like, What the fuck is this movie? (laughs) Not a blanky shot. 
Yeah, definitely one to blank. Hey, All right. Carly, he does not live. <laughs> no, but Billy Blanks does. <laughs> I was just going to let her go with And that. then he's going to have Tybo. He's going to become very popular. Everything uh, works out. <laughs> Those poor football players that he killed, though, or kneecapped. Well, he shot one in the head. And he one of them is definitely there. He shot one in the shoulder, shot one in the kneecap. This is very bloody, this movie. Lots of bullets, lots of blood. She's walking away. All right, so we cut to Joe, who's sleeping in his car. Some kids thinks that he's trashed. And he's like, oh, he's trash, man. And they take a dead squirrel, and they throw it on him, and they run away. Never in my life have I seen Try to get his watch. Like, and just then they laying realize, on the ground. Yeah. And then they realize that, oh, hey, he's really trashed. I have. Get his watch. I've yep. seen, like, animals in the road dead, but not. I've never been walking through a park and been like, oh, dead squirrel. I was walking at Mount. I was walking at Mount Trashmore one day and saw a dead duck, and then I had to go find somebody. And I was like, hey, look, there's a dead duck over there, and some dog's gonna try to eat it. So Joe wakes up <laughs> as he trying to take his watch, and he pulls a gun. This little fucker who's trying to steal his watch. He says, Say you little fucker, you're trying to steal my watch. Right his clavicle. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, the kid, he's, he's got a gun! <laughs> Which is what you do. Basically. To be fair, he was trying to steal from him. So, exactly. And the kid runs away and he's like, yeah, bastards. And then he finds the squirrel and goes, ah! <laughs> Throws it out the window. <laughs> Poor Icarus. <Aww. laughs> <Sorry>. She had <laughs> to do that. <laughs> you quote that fucking movie, though? Flying squirrel. It's been a week. Let it go. All right. <clears throat> All right. So we, now we're back inside. We're in Hasselback Investigations. And he gets a phone call. Hasselbeck? Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck. What did I say? Hollenbeck? Hollenbeck? Oh, it is Hollenbeck. It is Hollenbeck. <laughs> Hasselbeck is like a football player, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's a... Uh... Take the Hasselbeck was from um, Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wrote down Hollenbeck, and I don't know why I said Hasselbeck. Because Gone in 60 Seconds I'm, is a better movie than this? Because you want Elaine to do, secretly do Gone in 60 Seconds? Oh, she will. That's her favorite movie. Oh, I'm sure. She, she says it's Seven Brothers, Seven Brothers. It's really Gone in 60 Seconds. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. The remake that I'm talking about with Nicolas Cage. Yes. Yeah. All right, so we're back inside. This is inside best movie. Back Investigations. He receives a phone call, but he ignores it at first until he finds out it's his buddy Mike. And Mike's like, hey, what are you doing? He says, I'm going to sit in here and smoke some cigarettes. So I got a job for you. <laughs> and it's just, uh, what time? All right, I'll meet you at your place in an hour. And we cut to Jimmy Dix, who's sleeping, who looks at a woman sleeping. Goes into a bathroom and pops some pills. She's like, Jimmy, you still here? <laughs> yeah. I guess I am still here. Mm-hmm. And that covers Jimmy Dix. And we... <laughs> so we cut to the outside of what we assume to be a football party. And a fellow player is grabbing this, this nice young lady and forcing her head underwater. No, he's drowning her. He's drowning her because she won't suck his tiny little penis. She probably can't find it. Ouch. Well, I was trying to be nice, but yeah, he is trying to asphyxiate <laughs> this nice young lady. I'm not letting her come up until she gives me a blowjob. And walk. Jimmy's like, let her up. He's like, no. What are you even doing here? This is for players. You got kicked out of the league. So Jimmy finds a football, like you do, and hits him right in the fucking nose. Million dollar arm. And he walks him and he goes, best fucking player in the National League, motherfucker. And then he helps a girl out of the pool. Who was this? wearing um, butt floss. Yes. But this she poor was girl, that dude deserves way more than a football in the face. Mm -hmm. He should have been one of the dudes that got shot on the football field because fuck that dude. Mm -hmm. This is Elaine's least favorite tertiary character. <laughs> he can burn in With hell. With good reason. He's an asshole. Yes. Gets a broken nose for it. 
Well, he deserves worse. I, I, I nothing really bad happens to him. Mm, I would have bitten his dick off. I'm telling you right Yikes. now. Oh, try to drown me because I won't give you head. Well, I'll give you some head, dude, and you're never gonna forget it. Judge <laughs> Dredd. I am the law. We're not doing that movie. Did you see the Carl Urban one? I did. It was, it was better. Good. It was better. Remember, like she bites it. the dude's dick off. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She could have, at the very least, just bitten him, whether she was trying to bite it off or not. He probably would have stopped. <laughs> well, that big fat fuck couldn't leave the corner of that hot tub. Go to the other side. Get out. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so now we're back. To, we cut back to Joe because it's been four minutes. Grab his balls, twist. He's gonna let the fuck go. <laughs> The lady's very upset about it. Yeah, I like going. Just, I it's mean, really upsetting to me. Go ahead and I was we'll like, wait. this is really upsetting. We'll wait. I'm done. Okay. So now we're back to Joe. <laughs> Joe's at his house and he finds his wife in a mood. She must have watched that scene right before. His wife, we've seen before. Yeah, reoccurring. Oh, Harley Davidson, the Second best I episode. I'm sure you were prepared for this that. Virginia Slim herself. She does not have the best luck Has a men. cheating problem in movies. Yeah. She has a thing about other men. So she has um, a thing about being with the wrong guy. Joe finds a picture of Satan Claus. What is this? Darian, his daughter, had drawn it, and you know she leaves it by the bed while she fucks other guys. Anyway. So Joe walks into the bathroom and sees the toilet seat is up. Mm-hmm. Suddenly Uh-oh. gets suspicious, looks under the bed. And he goes, you know, you forget I'm a detective. You're sitting here, your hair's all dry, but there's steam. Someone's been in the shower. Somebody toilet seat's up. So why do you tell me who's in the fucking closet? I don't think he said fuck. You know, I don't always wash my hair when I take a shower. Like, often I just put it in a ponytail. <laughs> but you've never put the seat up. That's true, never. Unless you wanted to work on your aiming, but... No. Even if I were to have cleaned it this morning, I would have put the seat down. <laughs> but the wife, Sarah, denies this, and she looks annoyed and offers to open up the, the closet door. And he says, no. That's because she's been taking lessons from the gardener. Mm-hmm. Deny till you die. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or till he's about to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no good. That, that closet stays shut. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to shoot through the door. <laughs> we'll count of three. <laughs> Uh, and then one, two, door opens. It's Mike. Oh, I was like, oh, the man shit. who offered him the job earlier, which means Joe called him from his own phone mm-hmm. in his bedroom. And he knew because he said, I thought you were still in Las Vegas. Now I'm not. He knew. He, if I was him, I would have gotten my ass out of that house. <laughs> and what's funny, I didn't I mention you, at home. You know what? That's a plot hole right there. <laughs> He's like, oh fuck, he's in town. Because the wife he said he came home a day early. I know, but he knew. He no, called, he called he knew. him. And the no. wife is like, I thought you were still in Vegas. So, but Mike knew and didn't leave. Well, I would have been got a little too comfortable. With I would have been out. And I didn't mention this earlier, but when Mike was on the phone with Joe earlier, he said that Corey was a uh, three finger on his finger scale. So he's how many fingers he cut off to have um, coitus with her while he was Yikes. with. <laughs> so Joe. Gives a nice callback to that and says, uh, what's my wife on your finger scale? Ouch. It got awkward quickly. So Joe's holding a gun this whole time. <coughs> and Sarah, who I don't think should be talking at all, says, put down the gun. Yeah. Because if I'm going to shoot somebody, it's probably going to be her. And then him. But in the dick. <laughs> now who's more, who's more guilty, him or her? Um, Best friend or wife? That's, that's a really tough situation. Wife. Oh. It's always the wife. 
It's always the wife. You didn't take vows in before an old man to love and cherish your best friend forever. Maybe you should have. Yeah. <laughs> Did they take a blood oath? Are they sworn blood brothers? No. Then wife is more guilty than best friend. But Joe has a great line here. I know it was an accident. Okay. <laughs> you know, you dick fell on my wife. You tripped. Oh, sorry, Mrs. Asian. This isn't my day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great line. That's pretty good. So when at the age, you've said that before, what? and I would that you slipped and tripped on the floor and accidentally stuck your dick in my wife. That is a line I've heard you quote, and I didn't know where it was. <laughs> well, she says you say a lot of things in this movie, and I'm like, "Yes, I do." Yeah. <laughs> it's a very quotable movie. Like all of a sudden, by the very time quotable. I've never surfs up, pal. <laughs> by the end of the movie, every I time like, I hit a guy with a surfboard, every time <laughs> attacked by the inventor of Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe now with a gun in his hand looks at his wife, looks at Mike. And pulls a gun and he fucking points it. He waves both of them. Shoots the wedding picture. And we cut to Joe walking out of his house with his friend like everything is everything. Like you do. When you catch your best friend fucking your wife, you just walk out with him. And well, because he's still going to take the job. He's like, head or gut? 400 bucks is 400 bucks. Five. 500 bucks. Head or gut? <coughs> says, gut. Punches him right in the gut. Boom! <laughs> says, how about that address? I'm still going to take that job. Mike's like, you are great! Fuck, this hurts. I'm going to pass out now. I'm just going to pass a little blood. <laughs> and we find out that she's an exotic dancer. Mm -hmm. mm. So that he wishes him well on his journey. Or he tells him to go fuck off. One of those two. And Mike gets into his car. And the car blows up. And okay. the wife comes screaming out. And you can't see what she says. But she mouths the word. Joe. Joe. So she she loves him. Aww. Yeah, she shouts for Joe. Mm -hmm. And then she finds and, Joe on the ground. And he's like, I'm over here. I'm over here well, Mike now. Mike is fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Blowed up. So, the she cops says, come. She just wants to get a rise out of him. Mm -hmm. So, when he left the house, like, nothing happened. It's kind of his M.O. Like, Well, they discussed that he, he lied to the cops, said that he came over to throw him a job, and shit happens. Mm-hmm. She says that she was lonely, Carly. She mm -hmm. was lonely. And she can never get anything out of him. Get and he says, get a dog. Buy a fucking dog. Like, could she? Could he yell at her? Could he get him? Nope. He's she's the never gonna get rise out of it. The cops here. I'd spit in your face. <laughs> You're a lying bitch. If these cops weren't here. I'd spit in your face. That's what she wants to hear, but he doesn't do anything. So we cut to Jimmy. Jimmy's at the bar drinking. He's like, "Give me a, give me another vodka." And the bartender's like, "Last time we drinking like this, he treated on Corey." He goes, "And you better give me another." He goes, "Again?" He's like, "Yeah." Because Again. evidently nobody is faithful in this movie. Nope. Mm -mm. nope. Except for Darian. Good for her. She's 13. Still faithful. Still counts. All right. Well, he predicts that she'll be fucking the guys that are bullying her by the time she's 15. Did he say 15? I'm yes, sure. I think so. It was young. It was gross. It was <laughs> well, Jimmy sees Corey talking to Joe at the table. And they're discussing some of these You want the money? No, I don't want the money right now. All right, then. Then they discuss the music. Joe's not a big fan. <laughs> he apparently really hates rap music. Mm-hmm. That's right. So then Corey walks away, goes to the bar, and kisses Jimmy. Like Not like a kiss. Like, they had to put some... There was a little tongue action for the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if they enjoyed this. They were trying to lick each other's uvulas. <laughs> <laughs> right in the uvula. Mm-hmm. 
And then tonsil check. Mid kiss, mid kiss. She's like, "Oh no, it's my turn to dance," and she's got her clothes changed. Mm -hmm. She's wearing some a nice uh, and a, a different wig. And a different way. I wouldn't say it's a conservative outfit because you can see her ass cheeks. Well, it's like a rodeo kind so, of. And somebody was flossing. Assless jazz. She wants to be a cowgirl. That's right. You can be your cowboy. <laughs> so Jimmy, seeking this is his time, walks over to sit down with Joe. He says, what are you, some kind of bodyguard? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> the sky's blue. Women have secrets. Oh, Jimmy doesn't like that. <laughs> Jimmy comes at all hard. Joe kind of blows him off because he knows what's what. You know, he's got a five hundred dollars. He don't want to upset the client's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Gets to the point where Jimmy tries to punch him, but Joe ain't having that shit. Catches his hand, bam, shot like Fright Night. He's like, bitch, <laughs> and throws him to the ground. And this this upsets Jimmy so much that he stands up and is like, "Come on, Corey, we're leaving." And they stomp and out. drags her off the stage in the middle of her dance. Wow. And the DJ's like, "Hey." And he says, shut the fuck up. Get your cage, monkey. He's like, okay, okay. It's cool. It's cool. And but, that was the great Eddie Griffith. But yeah. she didn't even really get money yet for her dance. Well. And he's like, we're out. That's right. They're, well, he pays all her bills. I know, they're, but they're, still. They're Swayze. <laughs> Ghost. They left. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so. They made like a tree and leaved. They're like an amoeba and split. <laughs> Think like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> Alright, so we're outside. We see Joe looking at a picture of a congressman on, or he's a, no, senator. He's a senator. senator. On a billboard. Senator on a billboard. And he had taken his glass. Taken. Taken. His, no, he took a nit. <laughs> out, outside and he's drinking. And he throws the glass at this son of a bitch who was also in Major League. And he was a cheater. He was. Mm -hmm. And he said, I didn't vote for you. <laughs> Does it? Did he have a? He has a flashback here, doesn't he? He does have a little bit of, of a flashback. Of him out guarding a door, and you can right. hear you can something hear some nefarious scream. happening some inside. Nefarious. That's a good word. So Joe had thrown a cigarette on the ground, and he realizes he's all out of cigarettes. Mm. And he doesn't have any money because he wouldn't take his money. And he puts the <laughs> hand in the pocket, and he finds about sixty-five cents. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it's not enough for cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes are two twenty-five. Not even in nineteen ninety-one. Well, the sign on the thing I said two something. Two twenty. And I was like, man, that's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago, Carly. <laughs> I I don't smoke and I never have, but I every time I go to a store where they're like cigarettes five sixty nine, I'm like, Ugh. they're like, 15, I hear they're like fifteen twelve bucks in New York City. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Joe sees a half smoked cigarette on the ground, and he says, "So I'm a low life," and he goes to pick it up, but just then, bam, boom, he's knocked down. Mm -hmm. mm. And who are these yahoos? We don't know yet. We'll get to that. First, we have to have a cutscene to Jimmy and Corey, who I presume have just boned because she says, if I was a cat, I'd purr. Mm. And they're still at the club, so is this the manager's office? Are they in the champagne room? I would not be fucking in this club. <laughs> That's how you get herpes. That's how herpes happens. Fair enough. Carly, stay out of the champagne. Well, he's screwing around no enough anyway. He might already have the herpes. They probably both have the clap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Joe is about to get killed, okay, and he's being walked off by this nice guy with a hat, and, and he talks about how I fucked your wife last night. He says, how the fuck you know that was my wife? He says, he said, your wife said you were a pimp-looking motherfucker with a hat. And he says, you're talk real brave if someone's about to get shot. Because that's fucking your to, wife. <laughs> someone's about to take a bullet. You're fucking your wife. I'll take, take two. two. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go ahead, ask me how fat your wife was. No, no, we're going to get to that. <laughs> we cut back to Jimmy, and Corey tells him she's going to get his old job back. He's going to get my old job back. Then he said, you don't need that cop. Anybody comes near you, I'll bitch slap him. She's like, bitch slap him? Yeah, I'll bitch slap him. And they think that's funny. Ha, ha, ha. Now let's cut back to the little homicide that's about to go on. Gunman <laughs> asks, head or chest? Elaine, you want to tell some fat jokes? I. <clears throat> he said, ask me how fat your wife was. <laughs> how fat was she? I had to roll her in, I had to roll her in flour to find the wet spot. Ooh. Ooh, Carly, give me the next one. I don't know. Tony! <laughs> her, her, uh... You had to slap her thigh. Oh, you had to slap her thigh and ride the white wave in. There you go. Ah, her ah. high school picture was a aerial photo. <laughs> 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 He's got life. this guy rolling. You don't you, hear a lot of fat jokes anymore. That's right. My, one of my favorites has always been, your mama's so fat, her brother's type is rock and roll. <laughs> uh, you jump up in the air, you get stuck. <laughs> Your wife's so fat, her belt size is a quater. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, saved his life with Yo Mama jokes. <laughs> well, it's your wife jokes. But yeah, yeah, but well, you say don't matter. It's a Yo Mama joke. But anyway, Joe grabs some fucking glass, breaks it, stubs him in the fucking neck. Dude, he takes his gun. You bastard. And then some. Because, yeah, reason. Um. <laughs> so now Corey is in one car. She's in a nice. Yeah, well, Corey and Corvette. Jimmy come out of the yeah. co- out of the out of club, the club. She and, and she's nice like, "We Corvette. can't mm-hmm. leave." Joe, 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 yeah, Joe's Joe. not here. Let's go inside and wait for Joe. Just and fuck Joe. Jimmy's like, "Fuck this! I'll just follow you home." Yeah, so she's in a really bitch nice car. Slap yeah, her Corvette. Ready for the bitch slapping, and he gets in his Jaguar. Was, yeah, and they're driving, and he gets stuck at the light. She makes it through. Boom! She gets a little, a little bump, a little tappy, a little tap, tap. A little tappy. He didn't hit you. He didn't he bump you. He tapped that ass. He rubbed you. <sighs> and let me tell you, son, rubbing, rubbing is racing. <laughs> also, <clears throat> days of thunder. Days of thunder. There it is. So she pulls over and gets out of the car, and Jimmy's like, "Don't get out of the car." And these oh. motherfuckers come out with machine guns. She dies. Like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. well, she got shot in the chest, so. Multiple times. I thought maybe she was wearing a vest and she was going <laughs> to no. wake up. But then <laughs> no. Oh, oh Elaine pulled the car. She retired with, what's his name? Officer Samir. Samir. Sapir. Sapir. Is she living the quiet life? Billy Blanks and Halle Berry have all gone to the grave beyond. <laughs> I'm not quite tell you this. But here comes Big Joe. Two guns blazing. Guys with machine guns, and he's killing them all. Doesn't hit him. Can't scratch his ass. Nothing. Well, they're Harley Davidson, and he's a Marvel man. That's right. Did I get that back? No, you got it right. If you were shooting for shit, you wouldn't get a whiff. Still my favorite line. They're spending a fortune. That they are. Everybody's gonna go home and watch that movie again. And fans, you should listen to that episode because I tell you, our best ever. <laughs> I disagree, but it's right. good. So, Jimmy runs to save his girlfriend who's been shot in the chest. Didn't work out for him. And the police show up. And we cut to the police station. They're outside, and of course, what you do is you leave two witnesses to multiple um, murders sitting together. 
<laughs> Joe has Jimmy about his pants. So you weren't leather pants. Yeah. What, what do those cost? Six fifty. Six fifty. Six hundred fifty dollars. Uh-huh. They're pants. They're pants. You wear them. <laughs> Is it like a TV, TV or something? <laughs> no, just pants. Okay. We cut to the detectives. So you smell that? It's the shit from Hasselbeck. 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 <laughs> 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 you did it again. Son of a bitch. Joe's <laughs> story stinks. And that in Gone in sixty seconds is actually Castleback. Hasselback was a former football player. His wife is on The View, I believe. Yes. Elizabeth Hasselback. They are real people. <laughs> watch football. I don't watch The View. And she's terrible. No, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but they are real people, and he was a football player. <laughs> and they figure out why, why Mike gave him the job. Okay. <clears throat> because he was trying to kill him. Trying to kill him. He got mm-hmm. scared. He, he got does. scared. He gets the wife. No, nope, not yet. Not that part. Hmm. We haven't gotten that far yet. Okay, keep going then. And the police release him. And tell him, hey, by the way, pick up your murder weapon at the, at the desk. <laughs> <No> <laughs> and they ask Joe about, oh, on, by the way, the senator's being some threatening phone calls. Anything about that? Nope. And Joe flashes back to punching the senator. And find out that he knocked out four of his teeth. Mm-hmm. He was apparently mistreating prostitutes? I don't know. Mistreating some woman. We're going to say nice young ladies. Yes. Jimmy asked Joe if he ever played ball. You know, he's got a good build. <laughs> Joe says, stop staring at my ass. And Jimmy says, I can't. It's so- no, that's not it. That's not most. <laughs> he says, you gay or something? That's not what no, he I'm says. Sorry. That, was Jason, that was Jason Triple X. I don't use the words that he says. <laughs> Jimmy wants to go on to investigate the murder, but Joe wants to go home and eat ice cream. Jimmy's recognized by some other cops. says, hey, you look familiar. You used to sell hash? He says, no, nah, I'm a football player. And that's free agents kill it, ruin the game. Which, and you think of the time frame, this wasn't far off from that. Yeah. So, a little bit before the replacements. Yeah, this, yeah, this should have, we should have this before the replacements, you're mm-hmm. right. So, Joe decides he's going to go back and check out Corey's apartment. <laughs> Jimmy says he's got a key. Well, so he says he's got high security. And, well, yeah, he's I put like, it in the security system he's myself. Like, I don't need a key. But can you uh, circumvent the security system? I put it in myself. Mm-hmm. Which, why doesn't Jimmy have a key? He pays for that apartment. It's a high-end establishment. Why does he need to, to circumvent the security system when he fucking pays the rent? His name's probably on the lease. He's fucking, he's got his own goddamn key. No, he have a key. Maybe, uh... He doesn't have a key, because when they get to the door, how does he open up the door? Time, maybe every time he cheats on her, she takes it back. <laughs> so if you didn't have the key very often. So we're back to Kaboom. He kicks <laughs> the door in. And he says, what about the security, security system? system? He says, yeah, circumvented. circumvented. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, we find Jimmy looking at pictures of him and Corey. Joe finds a picture of Corey and Shelly Marcone. Asks him, hey, who's this? That's Shelly Marcone. He's the owner of the L.A. Stallions. They used to date. And by date, I mean bone. Hmm. Mm. Well, that's not what Jimmy thinks. But he didn't say <laughs> very well, so she broke up with him. She broke up with him. So Jimmy goes and finds some pills and some cocaine, and some other sort of drugs, puts them in his pocket. And a cassette tape. And a cassette tape. All right, kids. And cassette envelope. tapes were things that you used to use to listen to music. And there was an envelope <laughs> in there as well. Way back in the day. Yeah. Way back. This is before CDs. I had a Walkman when I was a kid. I used to have mixtapes. I had some cassette tapes. Yeah. I remember having cassette tape singles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
There was also well, a phone bill. It was cheaper than the whole album. I mean. yeah. <laughs> and there was also a phone bill in this little envelope. It shows it to Joe. Joe's like, oh, it's a senator's private line. He says, how would you know that? And he goes, I've called him I've once called or twice. <laughs> and we got a walk and talk scene. Joe figures out the court was trying to blackmail the senator into getting his old job back. And that was going to be his birthday present. That was going to be his birthday present. They go into Joe's car and they try to listen to the tape. Jimmy gets bored and it's fast forward. <gasps> Joe's like, no, fast forward, he's a tape, you dumb fuck. How's I supposed to know that? He says, if this if this thing is ruined, I'm going to kick you right in the dick. That's not what he said, but it was something similar. Yeah. And it was ruined, I'm so he got kicked in nuts. the dick. No, he says, I'm going to crush your nuts. He doesn't crush his nuts, But though. did he try to get it? <clears throat> <laughs> did he stick the pencil in? And <laughs> he just didn't get to put the pen. He didn't have a pencil. See, that's why it was ruined. So now... Jimmy gets all depressed and leaves, and uh, he says, I'll take I'll take Corey's car, I have a key. Because after, he says he's going to go home. Joe realizes, oh, fuck. Oh, wait a minute. She has more than one car? Mike got mm -hmm. killed by, oh, shit. So he hops in the car. Taking a cue from you, making voice exactly. noises. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get in the car. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. And we find the C4. It's like, what's uh, that's plastic explosive, C4. Mm -hmm. That's a quality, good, that's fucking military-grade shit. You know what? But I was in Nam. There was these guys out in Laos. <laughs> Shadow Company? Shadow Company. <laughs> C4, heavy shit. Heavy shit. <laughs> All right. So, we see Joe. Somebody's going to enjoy that joke. <laughs> Not me, but anybody who likes Ben will. Anybody who likes Lethal Weapon, baby, he's going to be like, yeah. Same guy. So, anyway. Joe's got the C4 and he puts it in his trunk. Right now we are confronted by two nice young gentlemen. They aren't nice. They're not nice, but, you Joe know. Joe sees this and, and, he, and, he, and sticks he sticks it up. sticks the C4 in the, yeah, up into, the lock. In the, into the locking mechanism and shuts the, the trunk. What we got here? A couple two, haters. Cu couple <laughs> haters. <laughs> and they, uh, they hold him a gunpoint. All right, let's get the gun. Pulls his gun, throws it on the ground. Starts demanding things from him. The envelope. <clears throat> you want the envelope? What we got right here is an outstanding citizen. Knows when he's beat. <laughs> so Joe reaches in his pocket, throws away the keys. Says, "Oops." He says, "It's in the trunk." He knows when his situation is unattainable. Unattainable. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses some other big words. Can you use the other words there? I didn't write down all the big words. Tony, what are all the big uh, words? My friend here likes to do his job with a certain exuberance. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Holy shit, we're getting beat up by the offender of scrap." <laughs> Great line, great line. I didn't write it down, but I knew it would be one of your favorites. Exactly. All right, so now the gunman here decides to shoot open the trunk to get the envelope. Joe tackles uh, Jimmy away. Jimmy Dix. And boom! Shalock, lock, boom. All right, y'all. They roll downhill. And I I think it's Hasselbeck's car. Hasselbeck, keep doing it again. Hallenbeck's car. Yeah. Hallenbeck. Him and too. to their luck, it starts rolling it starts at rolling them. at them, but misses. And just, they don't move. <laughs> the car lands next to them, and they, and they kind of like don't even acknowledge that a car, almost shit, flaming car, hurled <laughs> well, at them and, they, and just missed them. Not good. Sometimes, I mean, they're still probably ears are ringing from that explosion, because that would have been loud. A little disorienting. Mm -hmm. They might not have just been real with it. So Joe tells Jimmy, get out of here. I'll take the heat for this one. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, get out of here. And we're back to the detective lieutenant's office who says he wants to shoot Joe in the face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next time I see you, I'm going to shoot you in the face. I said, is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's not okay. But Maybe here in Cleveland. <laughs> uh, the other detective wants to shake his hand because he's found out that he saved the president's life. Yep. That son of a bitch. Save the president's life. 
Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Joe walks out. Not and just finds any Jimmy. president. Jimmy Carter, a good one. That Jimmy mm-hmm. Carter. He wasn't a super did. great president, but he like afterwards he was really became a really great man. So it's important that Jimmy Carter lived. <laughs> God bless Jimmy Carter. Oh, in Texas. So Joe finds Jimmy waiting outside and calls him Flash. Tells him this would so this whole thing's gonna be dangerous. Jimmy says, "Dangerous my middle name." And what does Joe say his middle name is, Tom? Cornelius. But Don't tell anybody. Ever heard of Soul Train? <laughs> I'll <laughs> so kill you. Yeah, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we get a driving talk. We talk about Joe's family, and we get to the house. And what movie is Darian watching, Carly? I don't know. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Good job. It's the ex- it's the torture scene with Tony. Told me. <laughs> I saw him mouth He's the it, chin. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. forgotten more about dispensing pain than you or I will ever know. <laughs> 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 That's called Who's the Chin? <laughs> Endo. Endo's forgotten more about Endo. That's Endo. That's it. Yeah. He was also in Die Hard. Oh, yeah. So, welcome back to the and podcast. Multiple movies. Yeah, he's been in everything. Big Trouble in All China. But that'll be coming mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> That's so going to be our one year anniversary episode. I do believe so. So, Jimmy introduces himself to Darian, who wisecracks about the number on the back of his head. What's that? In case somebody tries to steal it, it's a, it's a football number. I bet you And then she away. asks him when he graduates. Oh. Which is pretty Because he says it was from high school. <laughs> she is very quippy. She is quippy. Just like her daddy. So Joe has brought home some ice cream, some chocolate chip. Darren doesn't want me. It's like, if I got chocolate chip, it's your favorite. So he opens the door. He's like, and I hate you! <laughs> and, and throws out the ice cream. Gets to a vibe with his daughter where he says, even, everybody calls you a fuck up. Even mom calls you a fuck up. A fuck up? Your mother called me a fuck up? Why don't you call me a fuck up? She was on the phone with Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe! Was it Joe? Yes. We'll say Joe. We're like... Uncle no. Jo- nah, it couldn't have been Joe because his name Joe. is Joe. Uncle Smuck, who needs to be in jail for tax <laughs> Uncle Blah Blah. It was in, should be in... I didn't write it down. Bo- Real stand-up guy. Mm-hmm. So this, he should be in jail for tax evasion. Some kind of weird. <laughs> well, so why, why don't you ask your mother why... That is not because he doesn't fuck up. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said this... Her... The kid. She's weird. Well, weird? Her weird puppet... And then the way she talks to him. <laughs> that's yeah, not weird that that's the way she talks to him. That's how most teenagers talk to their parents. Oh, I never. <laughs> yes, we know. But I'm telling you. It's because you only had most... one piece of a slinky. <laughs> you straightened it. I liked her very, her, her very old lady. <gasps> I never. <laughs> so Darren goes to die. That might be freezer. my favorite None line. None ever did. I don't remember yes. anybody. Oh, that's not normal. Here. That's not. Excuse me, that was the wrong choice of words. That's not the average teenager experience. <laughs> Let me know when you're done. I'm okay. So Jimmy sees a pic of Joe with uh, President Carter. So you with the president? He says, yeah, as a regular Boy Scout. Jimmy wants to know, hey, you getting divorced? Mm-hmm. Joe wishes the water wasn't wet. Still Scott love his wife. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy says... Alex, the accountant. I mean, he's a little drinky, little drinky Is your accountant's name is Alex? This could have been. Could have been. <laughs> Let me get a little bit of a story about Jimmy's son. Jimmy was playing football when his wife was in a car accident. She Eight died. months pregnant. Car, she was walking. She was walking, and the car hit her. The car Jump, dumped. Jumped to the curb, hit her. She Alex never lived knew 17 minutes in the incubator. Wife died immediately. Fell asleep, never woke up. Had time for one dream. One dream. I'm a little depressed now. I need to go take a shower. Starts praying to God, hey, 
God, what's with the dead wife and shit? No, no, we don't get to that yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> so after we're, we're, after that depressing story, Jimmy says, "Hey, man, can I use your shower?" Joe says, "Sure." So Jimmy's taking a little bumpski. Joe walks in, says, "Here's a towel." Oh, doing a little bump. Bam! Punches him right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. Get kiss the fuck out right of my house. This says, "Get your ass, get the fuck out of my house." Flushes it down the toilet. Okay Flushes it. That's a thousand dollars worth of shit. Nope. So I, I use that to get by. He's like, I don't use it. I don't use it. I get by. So now we get. To, go ahead, Tony. Do your thing. No, no, you good. No. Starts taking Demerol because his knees are busted up. <laughs> I forget the rest. Of it. <laughs> okay. Then you're taking codeine with your cornflakes. Pancakes. Yeah. All right. Was close. <laughs> I, I tried. Talking to God, saying, "Hey, hey, I'm a good guy. I go to church. I pay my taxes. What's with this wife, dead, dead wife, wife kid shit? shit? He ain't he talking. Taking, he ain't taking, taking no, no calls. calls that day. <laughs> blah 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 blah. When you're done feeling sorry for yourself, doors, doors that, that way. way. <laughs> Boom, bitch, Joe, get Joe out. Ain't hearing it. So we get Jimmy, who's fully clothed now, a little depressed. Thousand dollars worth of shit just got flushed. Always got a little bumpski. Mm. And then a dairy waiting outside who apologized for being such a little bitch earlier. And asked him to sign her card. Has a trading card. Right. It's James Alex Dix. Those were big in the 90s. Mm hmm. Mm. I guess that, Danger isn't his middle name. He lied. It's Alex. Um, he says, Hey, can you sign my card? Sure. My dad was your biggest fan. Oh, that Jimmy Dix, this, my Jimmy Dix, that. He stopped watching football when you stopped playing the game. Mm. He says, yeah, your dad punch out all of his heroes. Hands <laughs> of the card. What's the card say, Elaine? To the daughter of the last Boy Scout. Blue! Because we know how she likes to get the... The titular line. Yes, right. Elaine's drawing a picture here of a, of a like, radish with eyes. It's like a flying radish monster. All right. <laughs> all right, so we cut the Jimmy Dicks the next day. He's wearing this that lovely long like Would drag. you stop talking about that drawing? <laughs> stop. All right. I'm an art fan. Sorry. Just I'm doing an doodles. Just doodling. Three guys approach Jimmy. Shit. They exchange pleasantries. And Jimmy wonders which one of them looks most like his dick. Mm. They subsess the three men and they throw him off the side mm. of a off bridge. Off the fucking side of the bridge. And Onto a car. Onto <laughs> a car. Luckily for him. <laughs> Jimmy just says, Don't worry about it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm a Danger's my middle name. I'm a stuntman. That's me. And Super Dave Osborne. And Super Dave. <laughs> and then Little Dave. Passes the fuck wait, wait. Out. Do you know who Super Dave Osborne is? Nope. He doesn't say Osborne. Oh. He says Super Dave. I know, but I know that that's his last name. I was just asking. I thought maybe if the I said... The only Osborne that counts is Ozzy. Oh. Uh, for lies. Super <laughs> Dave is awesome. It's Ozzy Sharon Dave. <laughs> oh, my God. Dave is better than Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> Okay. And he passes out. <laughs> Cut to the police station. We get, hey, I got the detectives telling them to talk to the lieutenant. I got bad news, bad news for you. Jimmy Dix was just bounced off a car. And Mike's car was at Joe's house all night. The lieutenant realizes, son of a bitch. He lied to me. He lied to me. Why would he lie? Well, he knew. He, he said, was, when Hollenbeck tells you a story, 80% 80% of it's true. He knew something wasn't true. He's like, son of a bitch. He was well, banging Hasselbeck's what? Hasselbeck did it again. Hollenbeck. <laughs> Joe. Hollenbeck. Just call him Joe. Just call him, call him Joe. He's banging Joe's wife. Oh, I see. He murdered him. He murdered him. And mm. I had him here. I let him out of my office. Let and the detective's Joe. like, yeah, go right to okay. murder. 
Yeah. Well, blown up would be murder. Yeah, but he instantly is like, oh, he must have murdered him. And Joe, we find Joe. Maybe he didn't want everybody and his brother to know that his wife was cheating on him. Well, we cut to Joe, who's looking at his sleeping family. And the doorbell rings, and he looks. Hey, it's Milo! With a fucking cattle prod. Puts mm. it right in his chest. He's out. And he falls down like his Jimmy Dix, who just got thrown off a building. <laughs> a detective pulls up, for some reason. Because to probably to ask him some questions about yes, how he murdered his friend. Yes, but he walks up to this random car and says, "Hi guys!" Flashes his badge. Is there a problem? Well, did he perhaps see them carrying an unconscious man into the car? Because he was pulling up while they were still putting Joe in the car. Well, and that detective's approach was fucking piss yeah, poor. Let me tell you, he just walked up, stuck his head in the window. Hey guys, is there a problem? And he says, "Give me Hasselbeck's gun." In this gun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's a fucking. And Carly has nailed the problem. <laughs> And, and Milo says, Joe, you were a bad boy. You just shot a policeman. Throws his gun out the window. Yeah, frames him for it. Uh, that's not a very good frame job. Not very good, but... That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do. Wiry. Wiry. So, we, we see Joe, who's sleeping now, has a flashback. This is a full-on flashback. We see the, the dirty, if you will. He's woken up by some guy slapping him. Mm. Doesn't that... I think his name is Fred or some shit. Chet? Yeah. Sure, we'll call him Chet. That's because that's his name. <laughs> it's a Cuban he's, missile, Chet. You know who he's played by? My name is Chet. He's the guy from Waterworld. He is! <laughs> it's Kim Coates! You're not letting me get my weird science reference in. And I didn't think it was he's a whale. the guy thing. that tried to buy the girls, the crazy trader from Waterworld. <gasps> it's Kim Coates! He is! Welcome <laughs> back to the podcast! She said that. <laughs> oh! Welcome back. Welcome back. That's how I know his character's name's Chet. He was also one of the guys who stuck up Martin Lawrence and um, Will Boys. Smith and Bad Boys. All he right. was a comedian and he sucked. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, he gets woken up and this guy keeps slapping him. Joe asks him for a cigarette and he's Slap. like, yeah, I got a cigarette for you. He's like, I need a light. So he goes to light it. Boom. He can't punch him right, right in the kisser. Right Bam. in the kisser. He says, oh. You touched me I again. No, no. I'll he says, I I've dropped my cigarette. Can Somebody I have another? my cigarette. He's I'm like, going to yeah, need man. a light. And then he says, Carly, sure. give me the line. You touch me again, I'll kill you. So the guy goes to light a cigarette. Bam! Right in the kiss Bam! Oh, baby. Carly, what does he do? He kills him. How does he kill him? He's, he pushes him in the Palm nose shot. and pushes his nose into his brain. Bam! And the other One guy shot. freaks the fuck out. You, you killed fucking killed him! You killed Chet! It's like, I, I told he him I would. He looks at him and goes, you bastard, you killed Chet. Like, I don't understand. I told him I would. <laughs> you killed Kenny. You bastard. All right. So then Stone Cold Pimp, Joe Hollenbeck, picks up the lighter, lights a cigarette, throws it on the ground next to uh, Chet. That's when Milo comes in. Milo comes in. Joe shows no fear. Could you turn around, please? So we can do some performer introductions. I don't care. You're the bad guy. I'm the good guy. You're yes, the I guy. am the bad yes, guy. Yes, I am the bad guy. <laughs> Shelly Marcone comes in, takes off his bathrobe, and we all wish he put it back on. Yeah. <laughs> he does a little swimming, and then luckily mm -hmm. he puts it back on. We have a little back and forth um, shenanigans. Milo hits Joe in the back of the neck with a gun. Bam. What does he say? Touch you me touch again. You touch me again, yeah. I'll kill you. So what does he do? Hits him again. Hits him again. <laughs> Boom. He lived. But he lives for now. For now. We'll get to hey, that. No spoilers. 
Alright, we cut to Jimmy, who's in the police station. He's being interrogated. He says, hey, newsflash, I don't know where the fuck Joe is. <laughs> and then we cut to Sarah, his wife, who's also being questioned. I don't know where Joe is either, but I, he would never kill a cop. That's right. He says, Darren, can you wait outside and ask your mom something here? Mm. Do you deny having a sexual relationship with Mike the scumbag? Ooh. Mm. Like, about that. Mm. Daughter's there, too. Daughter's there, too. Daughter wanders off and sees Jimmy on the phone, who is calling someone who says, Oh, no, I wouldn't call you fat. You're just big-boned or something like that. <laughs> You're just a whole lot of woman. A whole lot of woman. He says, All right, now, big mama. <laughs> <laughs> I need an address. <laughs> uh, a phone a number. Phone. He needs something. VIP ticket. Oh, he VIP. needs an address. Where do they send the tickets? To the senator. Mm -hmm. They need to know, he needs to know where the senator's season tickets are sent. Mm -hmm. yep. So, and then Jimmy promises Darren, don't worry, I'm going to find your dad. And they wave. And we cut to Shelly coming out of the pool. Shelly's talking shit about free agency. I don't know, I stopped listening at that point. But Joe <laughs> blah, confronts Blah, 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 I need to legalize gambling. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. With free agency, now he has to pay the players a lot more money. Gambling's the only way the sport's gonna stay alive. Right. He's got all the other senators in his back pocket. He just needs one more. Just needs this motherfucker right here. But he's a fucker, and he said, "Nope, I'm not gonna do it's, it unless you give me six says six million, million dollars. dollars." Might as well kill that some bitch. Here's the thing, Joe. I'm gonna frame you for it. Joe's mm. like, I can see that. Well, I mean, everybody would believe it. Right. And we cut <laughs> to a commercial of Senator Douchebag. He says he's listening to both sides of the story on legalized gambling. And he will make a good decision for the good people of uh, California. Yep. But first, he's going down to the stadium to see his favorite team kick hell out of Tampa Bay. Hell out of them. Bet they lose. All right. And Jimmy is trying to figure out what to do. He said, what would Joe do? He'd smoke some cigarettes and kill everybody. Kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Darian jumps in the car. And she won't get out. The little nope. shit. She reminds me of some other little shit. Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is almost over. And all of a sudden, it's a fun kids movie. Darian equals crap. <laughs> Harsh words for me. Right? She pulls a gun on him. And he's like, hey, where did you get that? Whoa, I stole whoa, whoa. it from my daddy. Kill me if you found out. Yeah, no shit. And he, he says you're gun. more likely to kill yourself. Mm. I agree. And he doesn't like guns. Put that shit away. So Jimmy now sees the... Bodyguards at the center, and he's like, Oh, I gotta follow them. You need to get out of the car, Darian. I'm not getting out. You need to get out of the car, Darian. I'm not getting out. Fine, come with me. Cool. <laughs> and they drive away. Jimmy finds where they're gonna exchange his six million dollars. He happens to roll up, and good thing that Joe was there. Mm -hmm. And there's six million dollars, and he shows him six million dollars. And the bodyguard looks, and Mala comes over. Hey, 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 anybody frisk this motherfucker over here? And they grab him he by the hand. He could be a he, I didn't know he was a co-op. Did you know he was a co-op? I didn't know he was a co-op. Did you know he was a co-op? He's not a co-op. He's not a co-op. He's not a co-op. All right, so, and during that, we do a little switcheroo. The briefcase switches around inside the car, and it goes from money like who, How do you explosives? install that in a car? Well, the same way you install it in a house during um, Death Becomes Her. <laughs> <laughs> so now, the bodyguard picks up the briefcase. No, no. No, no. Milo says, Joe, hand the good man the briefcase, please. So we can get some, so we can get some good photos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Joe saw the briefcases, which... Mm -hmm. He knows. He knows. Yep. He's like, uh... Is that a bomb? That's 10 pounds of scene 4 on the way to the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. We just took a bunch of pictures of you giving it to him. Yep. And just then, click, click. Uh-oh, someone's got a gun to the back of Jimmy's favorite head. Oh. 
Not a very good rescue. No. So they bring him down here and they're going to kill him until Daring just comes walking in. Mm. And she puppet. has Furry Tom, who's the cat. Mm -hmm. Puppet. He says, can you make my, my puppet talk? And he says, the mm -hmm. Joe's like, get this kid out of here. And Milo's like, the kid stays. Sick fucker. Mm. And then all of a sudden we get a we get a joke. I actually have a thing here and it says, Tony, give us the joke. What's the joke? Why did Milo cross the road? Because his dick was stuck in the chicken. <laughs> Not very funny. It's wow. Great, <laughs> I liked it. But it's long enough for Joe to realize that uh -huh. there's a snub-nosed revolver inside of the puppet. And then he just shoots He everybody. tells him some, a couple more jokes. But this is the only pussy you guys have seen in a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. this guy. Right in front of his little daughter. Mm -hmm. And then shoots everybody. Yeah. And we get a car chase. Jimmy hits <laughs> the gun to Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't know what to do with the gun. <laughs> Just points the bad guys and shoot! Pull the trigger. Bad guy. So now car chase, car chase, car chase. Yeah. Bullets are flying. flying. Bullets they are shoot flying. off the top of the car. Somehow. A lot of Harley Davidson shooting. Car. Not so much Marlboro Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ridiculous. And the best part is a car, the bad guy, Milo's car, was flying off and lands in some guy's pool while he's eating breakfast. Not some guy. Oh. Rick Dukerman. Who's in? The Burbs. Basically. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. There's art. There's a lot of reoccurring characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's art. That's how you know it's good. Burbs. Mm -hmm. He's rich. My wife he is was home. Also, he was also worked for the power company in Ghostbusters. He did. Yeah, but we didn't have done that movie. I know, but that's just what he was also. Anyway. So, and he says, hey, you got a car? Yeah, I got a car. I'm going to give him my car. He says, give me the car keys. I'm going to shoot this girl, little girl. And, he's <laughs> and like, she goes, Dad! He's, Daddy. he's like, shh. <laughs> so what do you do after you lied to this poor Bert? You, you take his car <laughs> and his leave car your and daughter. <laughs> and you say, call the cops. <laughs> yep. And this guy doesn't really have a name in this. We're going to call him Bert. <laughs> says, the son of a bitch stole my car. And Darian's getting mad and kicking him. Because he's not telling the story right. Until Milo shows up and shoots this motherfucker in the Boom. face. Boom! Shoots him in the face. Well, actually, I think he shot him in the back of the head. Yeah. Came out of the oh, face. Came out Very upsetting. Yeah. Fried chicken. Mm. So Jimmy and Joe are racing to the stadium. They find the bodyguards in the limousine. Hmm. So Jimmy says, Roll up. Go up next to him. I'm going to yell out the window. It's like, what do you think? That's, what do you, what's wrong with you? This person here. So he's all right. You got a pen and paper? And he draws. I'm gonna. What are you drawing there? I'm gonna draw bombs. Circle with a bunch of lines coming out. <laughs> Looks like an apple with lines coming out of it. <laughs> Hurry up! There's, there's, you better watch out because there's a bunch of fresh fruit. It's <laughs> fine. I'll just write bomb. Writes B O M. He's like, serious? are we serious? <laughs> and shows it to the bodyguard. The bodyguard runs out the window and fucking shoots at him. And Jimmy gives. And uh, Jimmy doesn't know this, but Joe tells him, "Bomb means fuck you in Polish." <laughs> yeah. Does like, that guy look fucking Polish? He almost shot me. All he had to do was say, put a B on the end of it. Yeah. So he almost shot me and just like shocking, shocking loss to the art world. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So we have more of a car chase, yet another car crash, and the bodyguard gets out of the car and points a gun. Joe was about to warn this man there's a fucking C4 yep. bomb in his car, but shoots him in the fucking chest. That works too. Either way. <laughs> And for some reason, the phone starts ringing in the, in the limo. Yeah. So what do you do when it's a ringing phone? You're like, you answer it. Why I gotta, not? This might be important. I better. <laughs> he said, "Are you it's expecting not my a call? car?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, 
Hello. Hello, Joseph. This is Milo. Oh, snap. You better back off, or I'm going to show your daughter how much of a hot date I am. Aw. Fucking creepy. Taylor Negron. Mm-hmm. Fucking creepy. The force is not strong with this man. No. So, now this pisses off Joe. Joe finds the bomb, and for some reason he finds a shotgun and some and some nice shells that are called shredders. Shredders. And this has nothing to do with Ninja Turtles. I know what you're thinking, Carla. I see the look, you're like, Donatello! No. <laughs> These are special explosive shotgun rounds. He's the best one. You use them to blow locks. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. And we're going to head to the old ball game. So, we're taking me out to the ball game. Hmm. We're on and, the ball game. And we find the stadium. And Jimmy pulls out his keys and he shells. And shells. He keys Shelly Marcone's car. Always says, wanted to do that. I've always wanted to do that. And these two lie walking cool breeze style right past the guards. Mm-hmm. They have hats on, but they know I'm there. So, yeah. it's cool. They got trench coats on too. Well, they got to disguise Joe because he's wanted for killing a cop. Yeah. This is when Jimmy drops the by the way. Hey, by the way, you wanted for murder. So, he says, I'm going to see, uh, we're going to see Mark Cohen. All right, have a good time. And who do we see? Ray Watson. Oh, uh, right. Elaine's favorite character. Favorite. He says, Hey, what are you doing here? You were kicked out of the league. So Jimmy, like a good upstanding citizen, puts a fucking shotgun in his face. And he says, how would you like to kick off the planet? Mm. Happened to the Hulk. Didn't work out well. should have no. just did it. <laughs> He's like, should have shot him in the dick. Hey, they were killing motherfuckers left and right, and that dude totally deserved it. Should have shot him in the ding ding. Like they shot um, the guy who raped Marcellus Wallace. Ooh. That's right. Shot him with a, with a shotgun to the dick. Mm. So Jimmy and Joe walk in. They have a nice little meet and greet with Shelly. Shelly wants to know, Jimmy wants to know why Shelly killed Corey. Shelly tells him, well, she took the blackmail. I can't apply that. You know, she wasn't the sweetest little whores I've ever tasted. Ooh. Ew. Snap. Jimmy says, there's five feet of marble between you and me. Mm. Maybe I make it, maybe I don't. Call her whore again, I'm about to find out. Oof. <laughs> oh, calm down there. Shelly talks about the million dollar arm and how Jimmy can't stand the pain. Pulls out a gun. Bam! Shoots that motherfucker in the hand. Ooh, ah! Nice he pull, but Shelly was nice to pull out a handkerchief and throw it at him. Yeah. Into that. <laughs> Jimmy wraps up his hand. Is that when Joe says at some point, oh, look at his face. Of course he was paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about um, being killed until Joe tells him that they have six million dollars in the tape in their possession. Shelly says, no you don't. Why'd you bring that up till now? And then Shelly says, I know right. And if you don't get to a certain place on time, the tape goes to police. Nope. Nope. Incorrect. Goes, goes to, to the mob. mob. They'd be really sure to know that, you know, billions of dollars because you're going to legalize gambling. Yep. And Shelly goes, fuck, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. So, Jimmy and Joe have a nice little moment, and he's like, that's the best you got? He goes, you fucking think of something. So yeah. Jimmy gives it a shot. He says, I got the key. I got the money in the locker, and I got the key. Well, Joe says that the money's in his trunk. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, don't lie to him. Tell him the truth. He says, the money's in the locker, and I got the key. Where's the key? Stashed in like, my shorts. Shut up, you dumb fuck. <laughs> so he reaches in his shorts. He throws it. But it's one of those new shredder. Um, throws it in the, fire. in the fire. And just, he says it's one of those plastic keys that shreds when it melts. And then 
That's when he knows this thing's about to explode. And Joe grabs Derry and goes, get down! <laughs> and boom, shake, shake, shake the room. Mm. <laughs> I said a boom. Nope. I said a you get boom, it? chicka boom. Boom, shake, shake, shake the room. Will Smith. He, he did it last podcast. Chick, boom. Yep. All right, so they escape. And for some reason, our next scene is Shelly just walking to his car. Do, 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 like nothing fucking happened. You know, like you do. And he's like, oh, look at that. A white BMW. Son of a bitch. There's a briefcase in there. Shoots out the window. Takes the briefcase. Ha ha, motherfucker. Drives away. his car. Doesn't check it. I'll come up later. That, yeah, that might be important later. So, Jimmy and Joe, they're looking for the senator. And they send Darian and say, hey, go find a cop and stay. So Joe does so. Joe was stopped by two cops who tried to arrest him because, you know, he <laughs> shot another cop. And they were very nice to, you know, try to arrest him yeah. gently. So he beats up the cops. Why not? Mm-hmm. Runs away. We Jimmy, found in other movies that it doesn't matter if you beat up the cops as long as you're going somewhere important, like a Kumite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And Kumite. fans, if you want to listen to that episode, go back to and listen to the Bloodsport episode. However, it will be even your if favorites. you're going somewhere important, don't beat up the cops. Yeah. <laughs> because... I don't know how many of them it's going to take to kick your ass. It's not going to end well like it But I can well, tell you how like many they're going to the use. <laughs> <laughs> That's a handy piece of information to have. All right, so now Jimmy finds his way onto the field because he used to be a quarterback. <laughs> and we find the same asshole football guy who tells the cops, that motherfucker's got a gun. He pulled a shotgun on me. And we cut to Milo, who's getting ready to shoot the senator I'm with an AR-15, <laughs> which is probably not the weapon you want to use for this, but I guess in a pickle it'll work. Not likely. Jimmy finds out, he's like, oh shit, he steals a horse. <laughs> and he runs up and says, give me the football. And they're like, what are you doing, Jimmy? He says, give me the football. And the guy's, okay. He mm-hmm. the football. And he's hot, riding along. Milo, he doesn't know where Milo is. Now, check this shit out. He has no idea that Milo's around. No. Nope. If he's going to shoot the senator. But in his mind, he's like, I feel... So he uses the force. Mm-hmm. And he throws the football just in the line of fire of the bullet. Maybe no <laughs> See, I figured he was throwing it at the senator to get the senator out of the way. And it just happened to be at the same time That's not my, that, as the bullet. That's your movie. My movie's more fun. Okay. <laughs> hits the bullet. <laughs> explodes the football and hits the senator in the face. <laughs> senator gets all mad about it. Whatever. He's a... Fucking tool bag. He's alive. He should be grateful. Although, I don't know if it would have been a big loss if they lost. So, seeing this, Milo decides to shoot at everything that's not the fucking senator. Hmm. He shoots at the horse so he can try to kill Jimmy. Mm-hmm. He shoots hmm. around. Misses buka, 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 a horse? Buka, 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 buka. He's a terrible shot. Apparently. He must have learned how to... How do you miss a horse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he must have learned from the Harley David, not the, the Marlboro Man. Nobody uh, shoots a converted Even stole a no horses will be harmed during this, right. Right. this picture. So don't so, you dare shoot that. During horse. this whole thing, Joe finds his ammo bag mm-hmm. and Milo turns around. He's like, haha, motherfucker. Throws it off the side. Goodbye. Milo throws the gun, which Joe catches. <laughs> Not a good plan. Milo pulls out his, his stiletto. Pow. He was playing to cut Joe's eye out. With right. Because he said, I just want to hear you scream in pain. And Joe said, play some rap music. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good line. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. So anyway, I skipped the part, but no, I didn't. I'm going to come right back. (laughs) No, I'm right where I need to be. So we have fight scene, fight scene, fight scene, fight scene. Now Joe has an AR-15, which he gets to use against the knife. 
boom, 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 it's boom. Empty. So he uses his club. Right. Which is fine. And he gets stabbed in the leg. And the police show up and they just start shooting. And Joe ducks and says, not me. <laughs> so they go, okay, and shoot the fuck out of Milo. A lot. And he falls. Milo falls. And gets caught in the helicopter rotors. Mm-hmm. Ouch! So now he's a nice pink mist. Yes. Knowing this, Joe decides... He's had probably got decapitated and hit some poor person in the That's right, crowd. he's been decaffeinated. <laughs> That's what happened at my so movie. The weapon. Exactly. Yeah. So now Joe, seeing this, decides he's going to dance a jig. Yep. Because earlier in the movie, I, I skipped over that. I had a note for it, but I don't know why I didn't say it. During the car scene, he says, if we get out of this, I'm going to dance a jig. Dance so now, guess what? They're out of this. And Joe's dancing the jig. like, what is he doing? And like, Jimmy don't shoot me. I don't even have a weapon. I'm just dancing like a crazy person. <laughs> and Jimmy has a great line here. He says, you know, for a dancer, he's one hell of a detective. <laughs> and we cut to Joe, who acts daring about Satan Claus. Well, now we're in the parking lot Yeah. Af- in the aftermath. And who shows up is the senator. He says, Joe's been the one who's harassing him. So Joe walks up, says, head of gut. Hits him in the gut, and then the face. He's like, well, he, he probably pick. made this he whole plan. Pick. And so it's all his fault. He probably is behind this whole thing. And no arrest is made whatsoever no, after he punch punches senators. a senator in the face. He punched senators, it happens. Well, we know the senators are dirtbags, so. Yeah, but he gets to sit down and talk to Jimmy. He murdered all these people and he still isn't arrested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who cares about punching a senator? He killed a bunch of people. You are going to be in custody for a while. Yeah. Well, Some of those kills were not necessary. Well, in case, instead of going to jail, we have Jimmy, who calls him a real bastard. And Joe replies, And then some. And then some. Not I know. And then some. <laughs> hey, guess who else is here? Sarah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Apolog- Where's my mom? She apologizes for fucking his friend. Mm. Good apology. She says she'll buy a dog. They embrace and he says, Joe says, fuck you, Sarah. Yeah. You're a lying bitch if the cops are here and spit in your face. Yeah. <laughs> and she seems very upset. And, and, and very and happy about this. she is thrilled because that's exactly what she wanted. I don't think my wife wanted. would be excited if I said that to her. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's what she said she wanted. Yeah. You wanted that. Not your wife. Wow. Well, Virginia Slim. If she's sleeping with Mike... I'm shooting through the closet. <laughs> he had a creeper stash. He no did. thanks. He was also the. He was also the that guy. Mike was the coach in Wildcats. Yeah. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. He was in a lot of stuff. So Lieutenant X Joe about this briefcase. It's in the back seat. It's nothing there. Opens up the trunk and he finds it. Ha 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 ha! Opens it up. Bad idea. Mm. Oh, it's the money. We're not there. And everybody starts laughing. Ha <laughs> ha! Marcon got the wrong briefcase. Ha <laughs> ha ha! Boom! <laughs> and they can see him explode from there because that explosion is bigger than when the ghosts erupted out of the um, containment unit when Dickless turned off the power. That's true. Yeah. It's very sad that Marcon's two Dobermans have to go, but. That's true, that Everybody's man had no dog. When he went to open the case, Tony was like, oh, the dogs. <laughs> Shelly Marcon opened up the briefcase, and boom, it exploded. Ba-doom. So it's yes, a good exploded. thing that the lieutenant opened up the briefcase, because kaboom. Yeah. All right. So everybody laughs, ha, ha, ha. And we cut to a freshly shaven Joe hollering oh, back. <laughs> who's talking with his wife. Darian wants to show off Jimmy to her friends. He says, he's not a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Dad. He's fucking famous. Darian. I don't like those words. Sorry, sir. 
No, his wife his says, blesses. hey, don't talk to your dad like that. Whatever. <laughs> Trying to sprinkle a little fairy dust right at the end here. So we got to walk and talk. Jimmy and Joe. Jimmy, uh, Joe says, I need a partner. Jimmy says, I don't know anything about being a detective. Nothing to it. But this being here in the 90s, you can't just hit a guy. You have to say something cool. Jimmy says, yeah, like, oh, I'll be back. He says, yeah, but cooler. Like, hit a guy with a surfboard, he says. Surf's up. All right, good enough. <laughs> and Joe closes by saying, sky's blue, water's wet. St. Claus is out there. And he's getting stronger. Credits. St. Claus is, is fake news. You're fake news. All right, so let's start out with Elaine. Okay, so my least favorite character is Darian because I hate shit kids. Um, my but second, loves little Nemo. <laughs> he wasn't a shit kid. He was cute. Um, <laughs> he didn't try to interfere where he could have died. Um, my favorite character is Jimmy Dix. I think Damon Wayans is very underestimated as an actor, and I wish he had gotten more cool movie roles. Well, we'll look forward great. to the Damon Wayans podcast. My, It'll be a short one. <laughs> my favorite scene is... Hmm... Is the scene? You have a big one. <laughs> I just don't have one. She's drawing care. I guess. Um, I guess my favorite scene is when he comes home and finds Mike in bed with his wife. That's your favorite. Or scene. in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Um, would yeah, you like to hilarious. guess my favorite line? The yes. Yes, I would. Okay. I'm gonna go with. Why did Milo cross the road? Because his dick was stuck on a chicken. You're not correct. Would oh. you like a second guess? Oh, Jesus. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> you, you can say no, and I can just tell you what my favorite line all right, was. Give me one more guess. Okay. Sky's blue, water's wet, St. Claus is out there. No. My favorite line is after he kills Chet. And um, what? And Shell and Shelly comes in to take a swim, and Hollenbeck says, "Can I get a drink?" And um, Milo says to the other guy, "Take Chet's corpse out of here and fix Mister Hollenbeck a drink." And I just thought that was funny. I would have never guessed that. I well, I was gonna. I was until that point. I was you tripped and slipped on the floor and accidentally stuck your dick in my wife. But then I just laughed so much at the fucking take Chet's corpse out of here that I decided that that's... Yay, nay, maybe? I'm gonna go maybe. Oh. I just mm -hmm. found it very confusing. There was a long time when I didn't know what was happening. There was too many deaths that didn't seem necessary. And, like, so many people were trying to kill him and before I understood why he needed to die, mm -hmm. like, they were trying to kill Joe and it didn't make sense for them to try and kill Joe... And he was just murdering people left and right, and I just like, I just felt there was way too many plot holes right, for me. I need, I need some po positive energy. That would be you, Tony. <laughs> he raised his hands like, I'll go. <laughs> Let's see, favorite character Joe Hallenbeck. Least favorite character Ray Walson. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, he was terrible. Favorite lines. Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. You're gonna lose. Smile, you fuck. My friend likes to do his job with a certain exuberance. He has Fuck. more than one life. For being attacked by the creator of Scrabble. <laughs> I have a multiple favorite lines. <laughs> Damn it, Joe, I was lonely. Get a dog. 
I believe in love, and I believe in cancer. Or that it's both related, something like that. <laughs> keep going, keep Favorite going. scene <laughs> is uh, when he makes that one pimp motherfucker laugh so hard that he can gut his fucking throat with a broken bottle. <laughs> saves him from getting killed. Mm, good line. Uh, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and yay this movie. Even though it's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> of course you were going to yay it. We all knew. Like when I, I like said, to build the tension. When uh, I said this was going to be the pick, you were like, oh, fucking awesome movie. I mean, yeah, we're going to see it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I love this movie. I'm a big fan of Shane Black. Uh, I like all of his stuff, Monster Squad included. Lethal I forgot weapon. to mention he wrote that. Lethal Weapon. But, I mean, you know, if you don't like it, whatever. If you don't like it, then, yeah. yeah. Carly. The with you. All right. We're, we're My... out of it. Yeah. Favorite the card. character is Joe Hollenbeck. Hey, Joe! My least favorite character is the senator. He's okay. a piece of shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My favorite line is, and it happened while I was watching it, as soon as he said it, I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite line. She's 13 years old. If you even look at her funny, I'll stick an umbrella up your ass and open it. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a great line. This movie's full of great lines. I love a movie you've got a lot of options. <laughs> My favorite scene is by the pool when he asks for a cigarette and the light. That whole inner, mm -hmm. whole section. The mm -hmm. whole part with Chet. Yes, with Chet. And I think I will maybe. What the fuck? <laughs> While I enjoy it, there's a lot of stuff that I think we've kind of moved past that doesn't hold up for me. Like, it disturbed me a bit just quite how much death and poor language and smoking and all of this shit that we've kind of... <laughs> you don't really see quite as much of in movies oh, nowadays. Right. But I enjoyed it, so uh, you know. And now, I've so seen you it a enjoyed it, times. so you'll maybe it. So right. I'm gonna well, enjoy like, it. Maybe. I might enjoy it, but every once in a while, I was like, "Whoa!" And actually, I forgot that Mike's car explodes at the beginning. And when that happened, I was like, <gasps> "Carly was yelling, Mike!" <laughs> but there's so much. Say hi to Detective Sapir. And it's. <laughs> So, you know, it's so, like, gritty, and... I don't have a problem if it's great with the purpose, but I felt like some of it was just so they could murder more people. Like yeah. like in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Sometimes it's just because they want to murder people, and it just... It's a little yeah. off. All right, my turn. True. My yes. favorite character is also Joe Hallenbeck. Are you sure it's not Joe Hasselbeck? My least favorite <laughs> character is Joe Hasselbeck. No. <laughs> he is kind of a dick. My least favorite character is Ray. Mm-hmm. Followed by, no, I'm not kidding. My favorite, my least favorite character is Mike. Mm -hmm. Mike called his friend from his phone after fucking his wife. That's pretty rough. Fuck Mike. And gave him a Fuck job anybody who looks that like was Mike. sure to kill. I him. hope Mike gets to clap twice. Well, he died. So. Um, my favorite <laughs> scene is the same one of Carly um, when Chet is lighting a cigarette, keeps punching him in the face, says, "You touch me again, I'll kill you." So then he punches him in the face and he kills him. It's my favorite scene. <laughs> it culminates with Elaine's favorite line. Yeah. And my favorite line it's is so well delivered. Favorite line is you think you're so fucking cool, don't you? You think you're so fucking cool. Well, just once, I'd like to hear you scream in pain. That's Milo, and Joe says, "Play some rap music." <laughs> and I will give this the highest of yays because this movie is underappreciated in the movie genre of buddy cops slash odd couple things. This does it really well and does not get the respect it deserves. I agree that it's underappreciated. 
Mm. I just thought it was confusing. I understand why people didn't like it because I just it, there was a long part where I'm like, what is happening? Why are all these people trying to kill him? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Well, all right, so that'll do it. Well, I'll I'll take it. No nays. No nays. No nays. Two yays, two my base. So. Please find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Twitter at unmovie podcast, and on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate, review. We would love to hear from you. And next week on the podcast is Carly's Tony's nope, pick. Tony's pick. pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tony's pick. Jack Frost. Ah! The Michael Keaton one? No. Nope. <laughs> the one with the mutant killer snowman. Is this the he's one chilling he, and killing. Wait, was this the one with the... With the he's icing and slicing. Is this the one where he uses the carrot to... Yes. Okay. I've never seen it, no but spoilers. I am familiar. <laughs> okay, well... I, can you Christmas movie? Can we get a surprise somebody we know review and have DJ do his review? As opposed to you, madame. I've, no. She's only you, seen Jack you, Frost two, right? Not one. No, I'm just saying. Watch ever. I, I haven't watched either. But I remember DJ watched it and was. He watched the second one. He watched it. Oh, bummer. I was just thinking it might be fun if you did like a friend review of the movie. But if that he's would on, be fun. Because well, I'm sure, I'm sure he had things to say. That's just that would be funny on the podcast. Ben, if you would like to submit a fan review <laughs> of Jack Frost, please email it to unmoviepodcast.com at gmail.com. Wow, Elaine is really against this movie. All right, well, if you got, I don't know. I might think it's really great. You might. It's entirely possible. <laughs> shaking his head like, nope. <laughs> I, I think you might enjoy it if you give it a second watch. What, this, um, The Last Boy Scout? No, Jack Frost. She's never seen it. I've never seen it. I thought you saw it. No. It's one of, yeah, he talks about it all the time, and I don't watch horror movies unless I'm forced to buy a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but really, DMX, son of a bitch. Hey, Cradle the Grave is a good movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Jack Frost.